Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Making Sense Out of Life. If you have not already noticed, I got a new microphone, so this is going to be very interesting. I hope the sound quality is better. I hope I can provide value to you guys, not only in the stuff that I talk about, but in the audio quality of this podcast. So if this is your first time listening, Making Sense Out of Life is a podcast about personal development and the things that I have learned about building daily disciplines and daily habits, putting in your two cents every day to eventually compound and make sense out of life. All the time, I am right there with you guys just trying to make sense of all of it, everything that goes around in the world, everything that we have to deal with in our daily lives. I'm 20 years old. I feel like I have a good perspective on what it takes to get through high school and get through the intricacies of college. And I've went out of my way to research a lot of personal development. I listen to podcasts, read books, and I'm here to share things that I've learned from my perspective and provide value to anybody listening. So today I have a pretty special episode, I'd say, where I reached out to a couple people. I'm not going to name them. And I just asked for some questions that I could answer in the realm of personal development or just in the realm of figuring stuff out and making sense out of life. And, um, if you're listening, obviously you know who you are. Thank you so much for asking the questions, and I'm just going to do the best that I can to provide some value here. So let's just get right to it. I don't want to waste too much time. So the first question is, did you ever struggle with your identity? And when I asked them to clarify this question, pretty much what it was was, did I ever struggle with deciding what I wanted my personality to be and deciding what I wanted to identify as, as a human being. What actionable steps did I take to make a decision to to move towards a certain personality or a certain persona that I could carry myself with? And here's what I have to say about that. Life is all about choices. That's just how it works. You have to choose the persona that you want to pursue And break it down into goals, into daily routines, into daily habits that you can actually apply to eventually reach that goal. Let me clarify a little bit further. So before I went on my personal development journey, which I would say started more specifically two years ago, even though I've been kind of studying it and focusing on it for the last five years, two years is when it's really hammered down and I dedicated most of my life to it. And... At the time, I didn't know what my identity was. I didn't know what the quote-unquote correct decision was. I was so between being scared to grow up too fast while trying to get a head start on anybody else that I was going to be competing with in the adult world, trying to set myself at the highest standard possible, and is that the identity that is the correct choice or the correct path? And what I've learned now, after going through the motions for a couple years and and I've heard this on podcasts and books, and I think it's really important. There is no right choice. There is no correct identity. There is no path that's going to lead you to ultimate success with no roadblocks and no bottleneck situations where you're just going to have infinite potential all the time. It's not possible. Life inherently has problems. Life inherently has struggles. And without struggles, there's no route to growth. Struggle breeds growth and that's very necessary so when it comes to choosing an identity or choosing a personality that you want you have to try different things you have to look up to certain role models and pick and choose the traits and the lifestyle and the career and 
the status of a persona that you want. Essentially, I said this in an Instagram video before, I'm always chasing myself in 10 years. That's who I look up to, where I mold a version of myself that I believe personally, in my own opinion, is the highest version of me. I believe it's the version that carries more weight in terms of success. I believe it's the version that treats others with respect and has self-accountability and drives my life in the way that I think it can go and know that anything that I do, I have control over and anything that I do, I want to make sure is having a good effect on others and always progressing forward. But that's the identity that I choose. There is no right path. There is none. Go out and discover what you want to be like. And then just start working towards it. And you're not going to get there eventually. It takes time. But it's all about making a choice. If you never choose, you'll never have a direct purpose. If you'll never have a direct purpose, it's harder to have the intrinsic motivation to pull it off because there's nothing you're directly working towards. So that's my advice on that. And I did struggle with it. It took me multiple years to figure it out. It took me education to figure it out. It's not easy. And I still don't have it done. I'll be figuring out my identity my entire life because we change and we evolve every single day. But I would like to move on to the next question, which is, is it ever difficult for you to change? Of course. Of course it is. We all, we all inherently follow the same routine and we get into a routine that is comfortable, whether that's even the habit of going to school and the habit of doing your homework and the habit of going to the gym. Things eventually become comfortable. So if you get to a point in your life that you actually feel like viscerally the need to change, it is going to be extremely difficult. And it was for me. I had to uproot my entire life. When I made a conscious effort to turn some things around because I didn't like the place I was at, I was being really lazy. I felt extremely lethargic. I was feeling depressed. I felt like I had no self-control over what I was doing. I was going out too much. I was drinking too much. I felt like I was, I was smoking too much. I was doing things that I did not like and I could feel how bad it was. So I made a change and I had to uproot it. And my advice here is you have to force yourself into uncomfortable situations that are going to progress you forward to eventually be able to achieve the better result. It's not going to happen overnight and it's going to be ex super hard because you won't even know if you're making the right decision. It goes back to choices. If, if you're making a choice to change, and nothing's going to change by magic or by coincidence. Change happens when you want it to. So once you take that leap and decide, no, it's, this is enough. What has been going on is enough. I, would wa I want to change. Whatever the avenue of life it is that you're feeling like you want to change, or it's the entire thing, or it's your entire fucking personality, I don't know. Whenever you make the conscious decision to change, it is going to be extremely difficult. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise, because if it isn't hard, then you're not making enough of a change. That's just how it is. Once you, if, if you've been doing the same thing for the last five years and become extremely comfortable with it and, there's, and you don't see an issue for those five years, and then one day you wake up and say, this is enough, it's not like you can just change that shit overnight. It takes time and it's hard. 
But once you make the conscious choice, then you're on the right path. You're on the path to change. And you'll be, you'll, you will be able to accomplish it 100%. Build a support system for yourself. Build a reward system for yourself. It all goes down to this. I'll make the point as clear as I can here, just to, to sum up this question. Creating actionable change in your life creates a... Creating a drastic change in your life requires a drastic change in routine and you have to repeat that process over and over and over even when you don't feel like it. And that's how you cultivate discipline, not the random motivation to change your life in one day. Cultivate discipline. Put habits in place that you know will help you. Do research. Talk to people. Get a support system. Get a reward system. That's how you change. And that's how you change for the better. Let's move on. So, the next question was, what are your thoughts on rest days? And how does that correlate and or delineate from discipline? So, this question I take as, how do you decide for yourself if you're taking a legitimate rest day or if you're just being a bitch and you're not being disciplined enough to do the things that you feel that you have to do. And I'm a big advocate for listen to your mind and body. And I think everybody has the intrinsic, like David Goggins called it, the bitch voice. That, you know, you're running on a treadmill and the bitch voice says, you're tired, your legs hurt, this is too much, I can't take this, I want to stop, I want to stop, I want to stop. That voice is when you use discipline. That's when you say, no, this is the goal I set. I got on this treadmill getting ready to run three miles. I'm not getting off until I run three miles. That's discipline. A rest day versus discipline, it depends. Like if you worked really hard for five or six days of the week and on the seventh day, your body is sore, your mind is sore, and it seems like all you could want to do is sleep all day. There's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. When you are pursuing a highly successful life, excuse me, <coughs> when you are pursuing high level habits and pursuing success, I think that the correct way to approach it is to live in thirds. If a third of the time you feel great, a third of the time you just feel neutral and it feels like you're going through the motions, and even a third of the time you feel shitty, you're still on the right path. No one's going to feel good all the fucking time. Like, that's just not how it works. Especially if you're trying to do things that are difficult and purposefully put yourself in difficult situations that are going to set you apart from other people. So, taking a rest day, having that be a part of that third of you just feel kind of shitty and you allow yourself to take a break so you don't get burnt out. That's how you establish a system that's going to work in the long run. This is not a short game. Life is long. We are young. Especially if you're listening to this as a high schooler or an early college student. Life is long. You do not have to have it figured out at all. I don't care how much pressure society puts on you. I don't care how much pressure teachers put on you. I don't care how much pressure your parents put on you. You do not have to have it figured out. So there's a big difference between cultivating discipline and applying pressure on your life to do what you want and or need to do to achieve certain goals and being patient.
be patient, allow yourself to have rest days. That's completely normal. That's human. If, if you aren't taking any rest days whatsoever, then you're not doing it very well and you will probably burn out. And that's not a realistic way of thinking about it. But if you find yourself taking a rest day every other day or half of your day is a rest day because you're like, oh, I'm tired of working hard for this amount of time or this or that. That's not the best way to do it. If I think a good strategy is what I mentioned before, the power list, have five actionable things you can do every single day. Once those things get done, you can feel more proud of yourself and essentially relax for the rest of the day. People know the answer most of the time. If you genuinely were fucking lazy, don't take the rest day. If you got stuff done that you needed to do, something that was due that day, the, the big homework assignment, the essay, going and working out, going and practicing, if you're in a sport like soccer or something, going out and doing your drills, doing the day-by-day things that you need to do, if you've done them and you know in your heart that you did them to the best of your ability, then you can relax for the day. And that goes to the week. If you had multiple days in a row or multiple days in the week that you honestly felt productive and 100% believe that you put your best effort in, then a rest day is okay. It's fine. Just live your life. (laughs) You don't have to be a fucking robot. Be a human. All right. Let's move on. So this question is, how do you manifest things? And I am not going on any wishy-washy manifesting bullshit with this. There are plenty of studies when it comes to training your subconscious to focus on certain things. And that is essentially how I look at manifestation, where for me, it's I'm going to picture the most perfect life that I can possible. I become a fucking visionary. I lay in my bed at night. I close my eyes and I just picture, I picture my dream car. I picture my dream house. I picture my dream wife and kids and life and career. I picture getting in the car. I can smell the interior of the car. I can feel the touch on the steering wheel. I pretend that I'm living it and I see it happen. And for me, Whether or not it's a manifestation thing, whether or not it's a law of attraction thing, whether or not you're actually training your subconscious, who cares? This is an overarching goal that gives me a driving purpose that underlies my entire life. I can set daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, who cares? But this 5 to 10 to 20 whatever year goal of here's what I envision my perfect life is, my perfect life as, and here's how I can feel it and I I can get excited that I know that I'm working towards it step by step. That's how I'm quote unquote manifesting things. I'm not sitting there actually manifesting being like the universe is going to bring me this. The universe is going to bring me that. No, it's here's what I do every day to build up my life. And here's where I want it to take me. And I envision that and it gives me a purpose. It gives me an absolute undying will to keep going because that's what I can experience. And when you allow yourself to envision it to every intricate detail, you're going to probably feel happy. You're going to feel excited because you feel like you're living that life already if you're envisioning it good enough. And that's it. Like it for me it's just a purpose. That's all it is. It's it's not about magic. It's not about what I put out is going to come back to me. No, nothing like that. It's set goals to have a purpose. Without a purpose, purpose, there's less direction in your life and it's harder to navigate. So I'd say that's the practical way that I manifest things. So the last question that I'm going to answer in this episode is how do you deal with bad days? And 
obviously I have fucking bad days. Everybody has bad days. Um, obviously the spectrum of what it means to have a bad day is extremely different for everybody. Small, minor inconveniences may be way worse for one person than they are for the other. So I'm going to speak from personal experience and give some broad advice as well. So, you know, I'll, I'll tell a story to give an example of a bad day. So it's pretty like, I'll go simple. I was at school. I had a final to take. I hadn't had much time to study. Some things had come up in my personal life. Um, I was sick at the same time. I felt way too stressed out about this final exam. I thought I was completely fucked. I was in Tempe. I was 40 miles away from home and I go to my car and my car wouldn't start and the battery was out and the battery was dead. Um, and I ended up having to spend $200 on the spot to fix this battery. And then by the time I drove it home, Within two days, my head gasket was blown. The car was absolutely fucked. And I felt like my entire life was falling apart. Like, when it rains, it pours. I say that all the time. When things go bad, sometimes they all hit you at once and you gotta learn how to deal with it. So, for me, you actually just have to acknowledge that it's a bad fucking day or a bad fucking week or whatever it is because life oscillates. Things are gonna be going good, things are gonna be going neutral, and things are gonna be going bad. And when you do have those bad days... It's understanding that concept and really, really conceptualizing it in your head and understanding that it will turn around and it will get better and it will neutralize at some point, but you have to work towards that. You have to, you have to use the tools that you've built up on every other day that wasn't so bad of how you've always dealt with things your entire life. I like to put it this way. Let's go back to not a bad day. Let's go back to a good day or a neutral day when things seem normal. Those are the times that you should be building the discipline and the habits that you will need to use as tools, as very direct practicalities that you can put into place when a bad day comes. So when your life is going really good, use the intrinsic motivation of feeling happy and feeling productive and having the momentum moving forward. Use the momentum to build foundational habits and foundational tools in your mind, in your daily routine that you will be able to pull out when you have a bad day. So when you have a bad day, acknowledge it's a bad day. That's okay. Some days are just fucked. Go to sleep. Sleep all day. Fucking eat ice cream and cry for five minutes. Like let out the emotion. There's no reason to bottle it up. Like, I heard one thing. I love this one. It's like, whatever you feel, whatever the bad thing that's happening to you, whatever the bad situation that you're in, give yourself five minutes. Scream, cry, punch a fucking wall. Don't put a hole through it. Don't be like that. Whatever. You know what I mean? Let your aggression out. Let your anger out. Let your fucking emotions, your sadness, let everything out. Don't bottle it in. Feel it. It's a bad fucking day. Feel it. You're human. I'm gonna keep saying this. You're fucking human. Feel it. There's nothing wrong with emotions, but don't let it override your entire life for the next week, the next month, the next year. Some people will have a really bad time of life in their freshman year of high school. Bottle it up. Don't tell anybody. Don't deal with it. Don't put into practice whatever your system of fixing your life or your support system of your family or your friends or even if it's just yourself or if it's meditation or if it's religion or if it's anything and it'll get bottled up and it could ruin an entire life seriously like if you really think about it bottling up your emotions on a bad day all that's gonna do is postpone 
the negative feelings and it's going to make it worse when they eventually come up and bite you in the ass. So that's my advice. It's a bad day. Have bad days. Literally let it happen. Feel it. And then take a deep breath. Let the emotion flow out and use logic to bring you back to reality. Use logic to say, no, I really need to get my life back on track. I can't afford to fall into this rut. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't, if I can't go to work because I'm too depressed, I can't make money. You got to feel it and let it pass and use disciplines that you've built up in the past to put your life back on track. And if you don't have any disciplines yet, this is where when the question of is it hard to change, you better be damn fucking sure it's hard to change. Because if you go through these bad days, but you want to make the conscious choice to switch it up and make things better, it's time to start building those disciplines, which... I mean, I've said these before, some good options. Get your ass in a gym. Take cold showers. Do anything that you can to limit your dopamine. Don't eat a bunch of fucking fast food. Make sure, like, eat clean, sleep well, go to the gym. These are basic biological things that will help with your bad days and they will help with your mental health. And don't think I, I am saying this like it's easy or... Or that just overcoming things is, is, oh, I mean, just do this, do that. It's way easier said than done. I fucking understand that. But that's one of the processes that you can do. So that was the last question that I got. Um, I would absolutely love to do more episodes like this where I can just talk and answer questions based on what people have. And to make this as clear as possible, obviously, I don't know all the answers it's not about knowing the answers. It's about understanding different perspectives, taking different perspectives that you hear and implementing them into your own life however you can. And for me, the things that I say, the advice that I give is usually based on people way more successful than myself, way more open about their emotions and how they've dealt with it than myself. They are older. I'm listening to people who are 40 years old. That's double my age. They have 20 years of experience and knowledge on me. But I... Am able to relay the information through a personal lens based on how I've used it and how I've seen success in my life. That is why this entire podcast is the idea that if you put in your two cents every single day, it will compound to help you make sense out of life. Whether that is financial goals, personal development goals, career goals, fulfillment goals. This is just how you can make your life better over time because so many people like to be devoid of self-accountability and they like to put blame on other things besides themselves because they overestimate how much they could accomplish in one week of random motivation while they underestimate what can get accomplished in two years of discipline and fluctuating between good and bad but always having it rooted in your daily routines and knowing that you're on the right track being on the right track with a purpose that is what it boils down to that's how you make your life better over time that's how you make sense out of all of the fucking bullshit that is going to inevitably happen to you life is not perfect we all know life is not perfect so as always thank you so much for listening I hope I brought value to you in any way. If you did, reach out to me on Instagram at Jacob M. Tuttle or I'm making sense out of life on TikTok. I'm gonna try, I post clips there, things that I think can highlight the versions of this episode. 
and the most valuable tidbits that I was able to bring. So I hope you guys like the new mic quality. I hope to be producing a lot more episodes. I'm going to be talking about some random topics about personal development or even just fitness. Um, And also coming up soon is going to be the correlation between boxing and life and how much I absolutely love that comparison and how it's changed my life for the better and made me a healthier person physically, a stronger person mentally. And yeah, I'm absolutely obsessed with that. I'm ready to delve into that conversation as soon as I can. So with that said, guys, this is the end of this episode. Um, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out. Bye.